welcome back to episode 60 of Ancient World Podcast. So we're going to make a big jump today uh, through the next six ledges or terraces in the purgatory. Uh, we're going to make more of a summary. It's very detailed into the moral structure and the moral philosophy of the time. Um, and we're going to pick out two highlights when he meets a friend in the sixth terrace and then what happens after he passed through all the seven terraces. Um, but just to have mentioned it, um, so you, you've heard of it, is the, kind of the structure of the different ledges, terraces, and the sins, and an example of the remedy and the atonement of it. So we had the, uh, the, the proud for pride. Uh, they need humility. Next one is for envy, the envious. They need generosity to balance it out. It's partly like this is a, you can see it as a starting point for thinking or for discussion about morality. Um, it's, it's not necessarily that humility and generosity are ideals you should pursue 100% because it's always a lot more complicated. But if there's too much of pride, you would need to balance it with humility. If there's too much envy, a bit of generosity would balance it. But too much generosity is also, like blind generosity is also not a, it's not a virtue in itself in that sense. So it's, it's the balance that's the point here. Uh, and then the third circle, wrath is, um, the atonement is meekness, which is not necessarily weak to be weak, but meek is more, still having the strength, but not using it. It's it's a it's a sort of a self restraint in in using force unless it's really necessary. And then you have sloth, with laziness. Then the atonement is seal for avarice or greed, uh, like money greed. Most usually that's the example. Uh, liberality. Then you have the gluttonous. And then uh, they needed temperance. And the seventh circle, which is for lust, they need chastity to balance it out. And lust is also the least serious of the seven sins. And um, the climb is, is gradually getting easier and easier as they ascend upwards. And then after each terrace, one, the, an angel comes and takes off uh, one of the, the piece for um, peccati, like the sins, the Italian word for sins, from the, the forehead of Dante. So that's the kind of engineering structure of, of the sins and the atonement. Then we have um, one of the two scenes we're going to read now. So one is for when he's in the sixth uh, circle for gluttony. So he meets an old friend and then they started talking and then Dante gives a, a quick overview of of the whole work and his journey so far. So Dante says, I answered him, whenever you recall what we were like together, you and I, the memory of those days must torture you. This is to his friend. From that life, I was called away by him who leads me here just a few days ago when his sister, I pointed to the sun, was shining full. Still wearing this true flesh, I came into and through the darkest night of the true dead with this soul as my guide. So this is through the inferno with Virgil as his guide. From there, sustained by him, I came up here, climbing and ever circling round this mount, which straightens you, straightens in you what the world has bent. 
He says that I shall have his company until I am where Beatrice is. And from then on, without him, I must go. Virgil, I pointed to him, told me this. The other spirit standing over there, is he from whom this mountain's terraces trembled just now, releasing him to heaven? So the last point is, uh, once a soul has gone through the atonement, in some examples it takes 500 years, uh, then they are released from from the from the mountain and they're ready for the ascent into the spheres of paradise and into the heavens uh, and then the earth is trembling each time this is happening it's kind of a dramatic little <laughs> technique in the work on <laughs> when they feel the earth is trembling there's one more soul so it's it's a reminder that they're getting closer to the, the last point which is the third book of the ascent into into the paradise and then he also makes the point that uh, Virgil has been following him, and now Beatrice will take over, which is in part symbolic of how the intellectual life and reason and knowledge and also the history and the culture, they bring him up to a certain point, which is in, in his work is the two first books, and then more like emotion and instinct and love and spirituality will guide him the last part. So that's that's why it's very it's very important that it's Virgil that takes the two first books and then Beatrice takes the last part. So that's from the sixth, sixth ledge. And then if we go to after the seventh circle, you have one of the biggest moments in the whole work because they, they climb now up the whole mountain, they've gone through all the atonements and then there's a bit of... Uh, curiosity like what would happen so he says then once the stairs swiftly climbed we're all behind and we were standing on the topmost step Virgil addressed me fixing his eyes on mine it's also seldom that they're so clearly like the eye contact in, in the work and here comes the big speech from from Virgil so one of the, the real things to just remember <laughs> as a as a deeper point and a, and a highlight in, in the comedy. So Virgil says, You now have seen, my son, the temporal and the eternal fire. You reached a place where my discernment now has reached its end. I led you here with skill and intellect. From here on, let your pleasure be, be your guide. The narrow ways, the steep, are far below. Behold the sun shining upon your brow. Behold the tender grass, the flowers, the trees, which here the earth produces of itself. Until those lovely eyes rejoice, rejoicing come, which tearful once urged me to come to you, you may sit here or wander as you please. Expect no longer words or signs from me. Now is your will upright, wholesome and free. And not to heed its pleasure would be wrong. I crown and meter you, Lord of yourself. So from this point, especially the last sentence is, is it's one of our big favorites uh, because it's a very deep statement about that you have to go through a process of learning about life and yourself and your instincts and sins. And then once you learn about this, you become a free person and then you can follow your pleasure. So if you don't have the structure to sort out the world or the knowledge yet, you cannot follow your your uh, your instincts for, for pleasure, your desires. 
if you know more things, then you can change. And, and it's just a point that you can, <laughs> you reach a point in understanding the world where things fundamentally change in your life. So this is uh, what Virgil is underlining. And then again, he is then the, a symbol of reasoning and, and intellect and, and kind of rational knowledge. Uh, so he says, no longer words or signs from me. And then he says, in between the lines, he says that Beatrice is not going to come. Uh, those lovely eyes which cheerful once urged me to come to you. So this is again from the beginning when Virgin Mary tells Santa Lucia to, and then to tell Beatrice to go down into limbo and talk with Virgil and <laughs> make Virgil go up and pick up Dante in the dark wood. So here is, there's a full circle that's being closed there at the top of um, the Mount Purgatory. And at that point also they reach the he uh, earthly paradise or the garden of eden so this is the big point where dante is kind of leaving the normal world and then entering uh, the paradise and garden of eden so uh, this is the end of uh, canto 28 so we've, we've now been through canto 13 to 28 in, in one episode but, uh, that's it's recommended to read through all the different terraces and uh, like the the punishments and the atonement and uh, all the different angels that are coming. It's, it's very detailed into the medieval sociology of, of the moral structure. So um, with uh, Dante now have, having become Lord of yourself and implicitly as a reader, <laughs> if you've been through the whole journey and learned about all the different aspects here, you yourself have become educated to understand a bit more of the world and then also becoming a little bit more of, uh, um, of, of being in charge of yourself. Like you, can, you can trust and understand yourself and your own instincts better. So um, it's, it's, a, it's a big threshold moment again. Okay, so we're going to stop there and then um, hope some of this was interesting. And as always, thank you for listening and hope you have a great day. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.